Today, there is something special the Lord has blessed my heart for us to share. And I'm trusting by the message of God and by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit that you open your heart to hear the voice of the Lord from my heart. And may this become a source of information to also build you up in him. For we are called of God, sealed by the Holy Spirit of God, to become partakers of the kingdom of heaven. And therefore, everyone that is connected here today by the grace of God, you are connected in the right place. You are at the right place to hear the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. But if you feel that it is also will be a blessing to somebody, I will encourage you to also send a link to somebody, encourage them that, listen, the message of the Lord is coming. Hallelujah. Amen. Today, we're going to be speaking about the position of the Holy Spirit in our prayer lives, the position of the Holy Spirit in our prayer lives. Amen. Let's pray. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you. We honor and celebrate who you are and what you have made us in Christ. Today, this gathering is gathering that we have gathered unto you, that we might hear your voice, O God. And therefore, let your Holy Spirit speak to us in the language that we will understand, to be able to walk the walk that you want us to walk, to please you, O God. All that we seek for is that we may please you. And so show yourself strong as you have always done. Reveal your mysteries through your word and bless our hearts, O God, and lift us up onto another level of glory. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, your son, who is our savior, we pray. The Lord God calls us to triumph from grace to grace and from strength to strength and from glory to glory. Through your word, we pray that give us knowledge to understand the depths of the activities of the Holy Spirit in our prayer lives. Today, we thank you. We honor you in Jesus' precious name. We have asked this. Amen. And amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The position Hallelujah. of the Holy Spirit in our prayer lives. Amen. Thank you so much that you have made it uh, a time to share with a brother to connect. Amen. If your Bible is close to you, uh, if you can open to the uh, book of Jude, it's only one chapter. And let's do uh, verse 20. Jude. Is it by you, beloved, building yourselves up, up, up in the most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit? And my brothers, I'll put it in, a lot, in my natural language, that my brothers, build yourself up in your most holy faith and pray in the Holy Spirit. Pray. In the Holy Spirit. Why do we have to pray in the Holy Spirit? It's one of the prepositions in prayer that is praying in the Holy Spirit. We have done, we have done praying to God. We have done praying through Jesus Christ. Now we are praying, we are doing praying in the Holy Spirit. Second Corinthians will help us to understand why we need to pray. In the Holy Spirit, because the Bible says that the Lord God Almighty, who has anointed us in Christ Jesus, has sealed us in the Spirit with our hearts guaranteed. 
Hallelujah. So there is a sense of guarantee. I'm speaking from 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20 and 22 to 22, that the Lord God Almighty has sealed you and I in the Holy Spirit. And therefore, everything that we are doing, if we do it in the Spirit, it helps us to be able to glorify the Father. Because the scripture says that everybody who comes to the Lord must believe. And the Spirit of the Lord says, the Bible says that the Lord is with the Spirit, with, with God. The Spirit of God is with the Lord. It is the Spirit of the Lord that hovers upon the activities of God. Hallelujah. One day we will talk deep about the Holy Spirit. Remember that the Holy Spirit is the empire of our spirit. He is the one that controls or oversees our spirit, especially anything to do with the spiritual activities of our life, whether to walk in the spirit, whether to please God, whether to hear the voice of the Lord. It is the spirit of God that acts on that path of the assignment of the Godhead in our lives. Hallelujah. The Bible says from Genesis chapter one, the Bible says the whole world was in chaos and there was something that was moving. That is the spirit of God. The spirit of God was moving upon the surface of the deep, which means that the spirit of the Lord is taking care of the activities of God on earth here for him. Hallelujah. So when Jesus Christ was going, he said a statement that is very profound. He said, I will not leave you comfortless. So it's more like somebody going and giving us a will and telling us, listen, I don't want to depart without give, getting any substance to give to you, to make you stand strong. And so I leave you this will. Hallelujah. So I have a couple of billions of dollars in this account, and this is the pin code, and this is the card. And so use it to be able to take care of yourself and the, the children or whatever you need to do. So the Lord Jesus Christ did not leave you and I uh, helpless or handicapped or in a place of dilemma that we don't have a sense of hope and purpose with our life in terms of praying to our God. But he said that the Holy Spirit shall be our advocate. He shall be with us. He shall be among us. He shall be in us according to the word of God, and it shall be sealed in us. So every operations of the spirit will always keep us in him. Hallelujah. We will be found in him and he will be found in us. Amen. So the spirit of God is a vital um, a part of the Godhead with our Christian work in terms of prayer. Hallelujah. We have defined prayer already. That is the most necessity of every Christian life. That without your prayer life being strong and fortified, everything else hangs in, in loose balance. The enemy can buffet you left, right, and center, or you can be taken off guard by the enemy unnecessarily. But today, I want to encourage you as a child of this assembly or as a son and a daughter of the kingdom of God, that please make your life worth a living with prayer as means of source of your hope and countenance and everything. Everything that comes with you, let your prayer life become friends. I quoted the other day that all our actions in this life depends on our prayer. More or less, the prayer becomes the answers on which all every activities of our life revolves around. Hallelujah. The prayer becomes the anchor of our hope that all our, our actions daily revolves around. So if you don't have any sense of prayer 
deposits in the realms of the spirit, there is no place of strength to all your activities that you're going to do, your business transactions, your marketing activities, your business agenda, your plans and all your aspirations and all that. It wouldn't have a, enough hope or enough groundings as a child of God for it to prosper well for you. Hallelujah. And so the, the, the book of Job is helping us to understand that in all our prayer lives, we've got to be praying in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Because the Holy Spirit becomes one of the facets of blessings in the Christian's prayer. Everybody prays, but I feel that the Christian's prayer is one of the most unparalleled ones ever to be heard in the realms of the Spirit. Because, one, we have two advocates in us. That is, we have Jesus Christ, the Bible says, that seated on the right hand of the Father, interceding for you and I. Number two, we have the Holy Spirit also as the strength of the Lord, which the Bible says that he has been sealed in us, according to 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20 to 22. So these two factors, that is the two uh, Godhead, which is the Son and the Spirit, backing our prayer lives so that when you pray to God, who is the third of the God factor, if we pray to him, the two guarantees our prayer before him. Hallelujah. So it is very important that we allow the Holy Spirit to find expression in us in all our dealings. We have to let him that has been sealed in our spirit begin to find its way of divine fulfillment in our actions. Where, wherever we find ourselves, we have to realize that the Holy Spirit is right there with you. Hallelujah. The scripture says that he shall be in you and he shall be with you. He shall speak as the Spirit of us, or as the Lord speaks. Hallelujah. He shall not speak of himself. Jesus said that he shall speak what the Lord whispers to him. So if we want to hear the whispers of the Lord, then let the Holy Spirit allow himself to be expressed well inside of you in your daily activities. Without the backings of your Holy Spirit to your prayer life, your prayer life will become very very limited, and you will not be able to be effective and efficient in this actions of your prayer. Hallelujah. Let's go straight into it. Some of the benefits that comes with us praying in the Holy Spirit. If we pray in the Holy Spirit, one, according to Galatians chapter 4, verse 6, the Bible says, and because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his sons into your heart crying abba father because you and i we are sons and listen if there's a lady listening to us you are also a son hallelujah in the realms of the spirit there's one gender that is sons amen amen so we are all one in the spirit whether you're female or male when it comes to the things of the spirit we are one but the bible says that we are no longer slaves but one thing that we have to realize is that god has sent for his son into uh, the spirit of his son into our hearts so that he cries abba father he cries abba father so number one the the role or the position of the holy spirit in our prayer life is that he puts speech to our prayer lives so where will you lose his words where you don't know what to say, where you don't have a lot of expression because our vocabularies will always give us out because when we get to some point, you don't have enough words to express. 
the, the love of God. How, if we tell you that pray only with thanksgiving, give God thanks for 20 minutes, you, you, you time yourself one day and challenge yourself and see if you will not repeat yourself. But when the Spirit of God your spiritual life or your prayer life in the moment of thanksgiving, he can give you expression beyond measure which the Spirit of the Lord says that he has been sealed in our hearts. And that gives us expression to declare, Abba, Father. So the Holy Spirit puts words into our mouth for us to utter in times of prayer. Romans chapter 8, verse 26, like the Bible says that likewise the Spirit also helps our weakness. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession yes. for us with groanings we cannot be spoken for. Now he who searches the heart knows what is in the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So the Holy Spirit now connecting to our prayer life become, be, 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 becomes an intercessory portion or an intercessory partner to our prayer life. So where you lose the ability or the strength to stand strong, the Spirit of God, according to Romans chapter 8, verse 26, becomes the strength to back you up in the moments of your weakness. So the Holy Spirit gives you strength to be able to utter the words of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. This alone gives me a hope and joy to know that if I'm praying with the Holy Spirit, I will never be cut short. Hallelujah. This gives me a sense of assurance to know that the Holy Spirit is with me. Even in the moment of my weakness, and I don't know what to say. In the moment of my tiredness, that when my body is weak, remember the apostles when they were tired and they were weak, praying with Jesus in Gethsemane, and the Bible says that their eyes were heavy and they were dozing off in the moment of sleeping. I don't know if you can bear witness with me that you have ever dozed off in sleep in, in the moment of prayer. You knew you meant to pray, but hey, when you went on your knees, the body took over and then your eyes began to shut, but your spirit was willing to do the prayer but the physical body will not allow it. And the eyes was dozing off all over the place. But the Bible says that the Holy Spirit will become your advocate, your strength in the moment of your weakness. And he will strengthen and he will begin to intercede over for your life. Hallelujah. He will intercede for you. So he becomes a, like our intercession in our prayer life. He intercedes for us with groanings. The Bible says that our words cannot speak forth. Hmm. Amen. Another point. He put persevering grace in our will when we are praying. He puts persevering grace in our will when we are praying. The Holy Spirit puts persevering grace. That is when you are tired, when you are weak. That is the verse 27 of Romans chapter 8. He puts some grace inside or he puts some energy into your body so that you can keep going. Hallelujah. You can keep rising. You can keep being on your knees and crying unto the Lord day in and day out. When even your body decides to give up, the Spirit of God keeps on charging you up, keeps on picking you up, keeps on getting you back on your feet for you to stand on your feet to pray. Hallelujah. The Spirit of the Lord, He put grace, persevering grace in our will, in our will when we pray 
so that Jesus Christ will be glorified. Romans, uh, John chapter 16, please. I beg your pardon. John chapter 16, verse 13. It says, however, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. So the spirit of the Lord in our prayer lives put a sense of perseverance and also the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ in our prayer life, in the moments of our prayer life, then he helps us to understand the things which are going on in the spirit that we are not privy to. And then he begins to help us to utter those things. Hallelujah. So that Jesus Christ is seen through our prayer life and our prayers are heard or accepted before the Lord. People of God, the Holy Spirit can never be underestimated in our prayer life. If we leave him behind, you will do all the energy thing that needs to be done, yet the results might be very few. But he that comes to God in the Spirit and with prayer, supplications unto the Most High, he sees the manifestation of the Spirit working for him. Hallelujah. Amen. Another thing, number three, he gives perception in our minds to pray the will of the Father. He gives perceptions in our minds to pray the will of the Father. Another point. The Spirit of God helps you to perceive the will of the Father, then you pray. Because there are so many desires that goes on in our heart. According to the scriptures, the Bible says that many are the plans in man's heart, but it is the Lord who will do what utters them. It is God who brings to pass what he wants to come to pass. So if you want to be in the will of God and do the purposes of God and pray according to the leadings of the Spirit, then the Holy Spirit will help you to understand the mind of God, what the will of the Lord is. And then when your prayer goes according to the Spirit, the Lord knows that this is my will. And then there will be a performance. So the Holy Spirit gives perception in our minds to pray the will of the Father. Hallelujah. Number, another point, number five or six or whichever the point it is. He adds power to our prayer lives. The Holy Spirit, he adds power to our prayer lives. He increases the power or the potency of your prayer life. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. The Bible says that by, you will receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you and we all shall be witnesses of Jesus Christ in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and to the ends of the world. And so here I want to draw your attention to this fact that every child of God that receives the Holy Spirit inside of you or you allow the Holy, the Holy Spirit to find expression in your prayer lives, he gives you power to your prayer life. 
That's why the apostle Paul will move about and then the shadow of the man of God will bring healing in many lives. That's why the apostle, wherever they stood and declared words, we could see the manifestation of the words that they have declared. That's why we have seen so many things happening in our generation because you have allowed the Holy Spirit to come and remain inside of your life. And so when you are praying, there is a sense of reward of your prayer because there is through the Spirit of God happening things happening around you hallelujah making things happen around you i remember the some some um some couple of months almost uh, a year and a half or so like that i had a very strategic meeting with some very uh delicate people and then the life was very temperamental at the time the situation was very challenging and 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 um uh one of them, one of them who was a lead or leading the meeting at the time, began to say some stuff which weren't weren't true. But strategically, what he had purpose to do was to say words that will make me cringe or make like I don't know the right word to use. But he wants to defame you or to make you look stupid, if I can use it that way, in front of everybody. And and my heart was grieved. And I said, Lord. Is, is that how man can address your son like that in the midst of people like this? That was my statement. And, and, and then I began to pray. I said, Lord, if you will be a fair judge, and if you, be ju- if you, if you allow your justice to reign between me and this brother, let us see, oh God, that your glory will be made manifest and you will bring divine vindication. Uh, uh, the rest is history. Now, whatever assignment the brother did and was trying to defend and trying to make what I was saying as a liar, use, he used the word, you are a blatant liar. In front of great people that I was just a young man, a young man minister in, the, in their midst. And then I tried to gain um, um, the facts that I was portraying and they saw it. They all saw the fact, but he had said it already and all that. And now, by the Lord's judgment, every investment of this brother, which is almost towards about $250,000, has come to a waste in front of many people. And now some of them will call me and say, Mark, what you said has caused a statement. And I said, well, it is God who judges. It is not my desire to see them waste that kind of amount of money. But listen, there is a place where we get to. If we allow the Holy Spirit to be part of our prayer life, he takes over the weaknesses of our life where we cannot utter words because at that point, I lost the ability to speak and all that I sought for was the justice of the Lord to prevail in the matter that I could not express myself well in the midst of the people. And they silenced me out. And now, who is winning? Who is willing? Winning. They have lost thousands of pounds, thousands, over 250,000. They've wasted it. It's just gone down the drain just like that because they were challenging the wisdom of the Lord in my heart. And these are the things that help us to stand strong in the sight of men, not because we are trying to portray that anybody is powerful, but as a child of God, if you go on your knees, there must be a sign of your time before the master. Did you hear what I said? As a child of God, when you are on your knees, there must be a sign that shows that you have spent time before your master. 
And if the Holy Spirit is the one that is backing your prayer life, every words of your spirit and anything that comes out of your heart shall be weighed in the balance of the spirit before the master. And the Bible says that it shall be weighed out in front of him in the golden censer. And that shall be a place where the Lord will answer from. For our words may not be enough. Our thoughts may not be enough. Our decrees may not be enough. But the spirit of God, when he is in your prayer life, he will put so much energy in that little statement that you make. And there shall be a performance. So always allow the Holy Spirit to be part in your prayer life. Hallelujah. Amen. Another point. He puts directions to our prayer life. The Holy Spirit, he put directions to our prayer life. There are some places we can be. There are some stuff that we can be in. And if the Spirit of God is not in our prayer life, every, every decrees and declarations of our lives might not be according to the purposes that God wants it to be or may not be able to express well what God wants to say. So he put directions to our prayer lives. Hallelujah. Let's open to John 16. John 16, please. Hatemo Kabrasi Vroska. Let's do it, number 13, verse 13. So, however, when He, the Spirit of truth, has come, He will guide you into all truth, for He will not speak on His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak, and He will tell you things to come. He will tell you things to come. So, for example, the things that we want to say, the decrees that we want to do, and all the declarations, the Holy Spirit helps to be able to guide and put directions into our prayer life so that whilst you're on your knees, you will not be praying amiss, the Bible says. Why? Because we pray on our last, we pray on our own personal expectation, we pray on the things that does not benefit us. Listen, I'm praying for millions of dollars into my account, but it may not be the will of the Father. It may not be the will of the Father that I should have a million pounds in my account. And I want it now. I'm asking for it. I've been praying for it. If you want to pray for me, pray that the whole that will come. But the Spirit of God may know that, look, Mark might not be in the position to handle a million pounds at the moment, but there is something that he might be able to do to receive more grace, to stand and wait till the time comes that I release this grace upon him. For he has promised, the Lord said it to me. Hallelujah. Those of you who were there about 10 years ago, the Lord said it. He has confirmed a few months ago, and therefore I'm still waiting on him and believing him that he will bring it to pass. Hallelujah. So, so I didn't ask him to come and tell me. My father prophesied it over me before he died. I was in a meeting and a prophetess came from nowhere. A white lady called me out of the blue and stood with me in front of the whole congregation and said all these things. And I'm still reminding the Lord that what you said, it hasn't come to pass. So I have not seen any million in my account. Hallelujah. I need it now. Hallelujah. But the Spirit of God puts direction in our, in our prayer life. If we allow him to take over in times of prayer, when we go on our knees, if it is a one minute, you say, Holy Spirit, help me. If it is two minutes, say, please, Holy Spirit, I don't want to pray amiss. I don't want to waste two minutes of my life praying all over the place and not going by your direction. Let your hand be in this matter. Direct my mouth. Direct my thoughts. Direct my imagination. Let the sound of my voice direct it. I need your guidance. I need your direction in this prayer time. 
Help me, Holy Spirit, and the Lord will surely help you out in the moment of your weakness while you depend on the Holy Spirit in prayer. Hallelujah. Another thing, he will put a life that is immortal to your prayer life. So in a, let me explain this. Let me explain this. That our words may be uttered in the spirit and the enemy may try to capture the sound of our voice. Remember when I talked about the access code of every man, I spoke about the code of your voice. We have the code of your spirit also there. We have the code of your, your, your sowing or your giving. We have all kinds of codes in the realms of the spirit. But one of the major codes is the code of your spirit, that, uh, your, your voice that you speak and you utter. So in the realms of the spirit, whilst you declare something, somebody is able to identify that this is the voice of McCarthy. This is the voice of Ajua. This is the voice of Abana. The, the voice is able to be identified. And so from that point, the, the enemy or the force of darkness can be able to say, okay, this person, let's block them. This person, let's allow it because we don't, we, we don't want to temper with their prayer life because it's too potent. So there is a sense of life that needs to be captured in the moment of your prayer life. And the Spirit of God, the Bible says in Romans chapter 8, that he will be the one that will put the life into your prayer life so that when you are offering, your speech becomes life. Just as Jesus will say that the words that speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Do you understand the whole principle? So the Spirit of God becomes a sense of life in our prayer life so that when we are offering, even in the moment of our weakness and our deadness, the Spirit of God put back life in there and then there's a quickening or awakening in that and then the glory of God is seen through your prayer life. Romans chapter 8 verse 11, he said, but if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his Spirit who dwells in you. So our mortal bodies, this flesh, this decaying body, this is a weakening body that is going all over the place. One thing that Jesus Christ is saying is this, that as we give the Holy Spirit preeminence in our prayer life, he will quicken our weak bodies and then put life back into it in the moments of our prayer. So the prayer of a saint is very, very potent. Another point, I think eight or nine, whichever level we are, but please, you can put it down. That he puts revelations in our prayer life. That in a moment of prayer, the spirit of God reveals the mind of God, reveals things which are not known to you. He reveals many things. I told some boys and some young men that, listen, the prophetic grace, the more you pray, the more you spend time with the Father, the more he reveals things unto you, the more you see stuff. Sometimes you see things concerning your life. You see things concerning others. You see things that you need to know. You see things that you need to pray about. The more we allow the Holy Spirit to be part of our prayer life, he puts revelations to our prayer life. So we get the things which are not known, known to us in the moments of our prayer lives. Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10. He said, but God has revealed them to us through his spirit. 
for the spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. The things which we do not know, the deep things of God. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit of our Lord, he brings it to our knowledge or to our attention or to our understanding that this is what is going on in the depths of the spirit, the deep things of God. Second, First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10, the deep things of God in a moment of our prayer life, as we allow the Holy Spirit to pray with us in prayer, he helps us to see the deep things of God. Hallelujah. 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 How many of you are happy that you will see the things of God, the deep stuff of God? How many of you want to know the mind of God? How many of you want to walk by the deep thoughts of God? The deep things of God, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit will bring them to our understanding or reveal them unto us through his spirit. He will let us know the deep things of God. Amen. Another point. He brings back to memory what needs to be prayed about. The Holy Spirit, he brings back to memory. He brings back to our minds what we need to pray about. Sometimes you know that you are praying on this topic, but there are so many things that the Spirit of God may have spoken to you that this is what you need to do. He may have whispered that to you. He, must, he may have opened your eyes to see some of them. He may have brought some of them to your heart, but you may have forgotten. And then on your knees, you are praying for other things, praying for things which may not be so much of a, a necessity or may so much of a great importance. But look, the Spirit of God, the Bible says in John chapter 14, verse 20, says that he will help us to bring to mind the things that need to be remembered when we are on our knees in prayer. And it's not only in the moment of prayer that he will bring to mind the things you need to do, especially your scriptures, how much deposit of words you have found in your heart and all the thoughts, imaginations and everything, whatever it is that you have had in your heart, you will be able to get the understanding of it and the Spirit of God will bring it back to memory. He will bring it back to your mind. He will bring it back to your heart. He will bring it back to your prayer life. He will even bring it to your mouth, to your lips. Hallelujah. I've been there before that I was praying. I thought I was praying on something else. By the time I realized my speech has turned and I was praying to, to, about somebody on something else and I was praying about somebody and I said, Lord, where is this from? It never came to mind. It just came out of my mouth and then my mind went on to the sound of my own voice and I realized that, no, this is not what I was praying for, but it has begun coming out. And I said, well, it must be important. And I started praying on it. By the grace of God, it saved a situation in somebody's life because the Spirit of God brought it to pass on my lips. It brings back memory the things that we need to pray about. John 14, 20 says, that said, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things. And bring to your memory or to your remembrance all things that are said to you. The things that the Lord Jesus has spoken, whatever, whether it's a rhema, whether it's a logos, whether it's a revelations or whatever, anything he brings to pass or into our heart, the Lord will help us to remember them all. He will help us to remember them all. Amen. Another thing here is that he puts passion. In our hearts, when we are praying, the Spirit of God, He put passion in our hearts when we are 
praying. Acts chapter 2 verse 4 says that, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they spoke or prayed with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. The Holy Spirit gave them utterance. So if the Spirit of God is part of our prayer life, there is a sense of passion that is imputed in our heart and in our prayer life and we begin to pray the way the Spirit wants us to pray with great passion. Hallelujah. It was out of passion in the life of our Lord Jesus Christ that the Bible says that his prayer was so intense to the point where the pores of his skin were opened up and the, the sweat that came out was almost like the clots of blood coming out of his skin. Hallelujah. And that is intense prayer. Hallelujah. I've never been there and I pray that I'll be there one day somehow and see how it feels like that the pores of your skin opens up and the sweat that's coming out is a sweat that comes like a cloth of blood. Hallelujah. That is real passion. Amen. That is real prayer. That is real moment of prayer. And it's the spirit of God that puts all these things in there for us to be able to pray the way it needs to be. Hallelujah. If a child of God is praying by the leadings of the Holy Spirit, everywhere you are on your knees in public and all that, there is a sense of power and aura around you. Hallelujah. One day I walked to my workplace and I was praying in the car from home going to work. And I was praying, praying aloud and all that. And then when I came out of the car, I didn't stop praying. Went to the changing room, I changed and then I still praying. And then went to the production floor. And then once I entered, I decided to pause uh, praying because you know, don't want, I don't like showing up in, 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 in people like that. So uh, the moment I entered, all of a sudden, a couple of um, ladies started saying, that, Mark, pray loud. I didn't know that they were watching or I don't know how. But they began to call me to pray for everybody. And because when we go, we all assemble together before we are dispatched to go which position you want to be or which or machine you have to run and all that. So he, one of two of the ladies began to shout, Mark, we heard you praying. So now come on, pray for everybody. We all need prayers and all that. Why? Prayer, when you get into the realms of the spirit, allow the Holy Spirit to be part of your prayer life. It becomes infectious. It becomes addictive. It, it carries a sense of passion. It rubs on people. It rubs, it rubs on others around you. It rubs on, on, it rubs on things around you. Everywhere you are, that thing, that passion also touches other things. So you, you become more like the source of infection, if I can put it that way with advice, that you are infecting or you are touching everything or doubling your hands on everything. And everything is becoming part of your, your prayer. Hallelujah. So the prayer of a saint in the realms of the spirit gains a sense of passion. Hallelujah. Just as the spirit of God filled the disciples at a time in the upper room and then there was utterance given to them and they began to speak in different kinds of languages and tongues and all that. And then everyone walking by heard them speak and they spoke in a way that it affected them and they began to draw near and see what was happening. And some of them were ridiculing them and said, oh, they are drunk and others were saying all kinds of stuff. And people from strange other places could hear their language being spoken of when they did not know what they were saying. It was the passion of the spirit that was in their time of moment of prayer and that was expressed through their voice. So the Holy Spirit 
put passion in our prayer time. And the last one that I have for now that I want to share with you is that he is a spontaneous teacher in our prayer time. The Holy Spirit is a spontaneous teacher in our prayer time. It says that for Luke chapter 12, verse 12. Keep that scripture in your heart. Luke chapter 12, verse 12. So for the Holy Spirit will teach you in that very hour what you ought to say. The Holy Spirit will teach you in that very hour what you ought to say. In other words, when you stand, the scripture, put it this way, when you stand before people, don't think of what you're going to say. It is the same way going on your knees in prayer and you're asking the Lord to do stuff for you. If the Spirit of God is with you and you allow him to find expression in your prayer lives, in that moment of your prayer, he will put words in your mouth what to say. So the Holy Spirit becomes a spontaneous teacher in the moment of our prayer life. People of God, if we are on our knees praying, if we are in our cars praying, if you, uh, we are in any environment pray, let the Holy Spirit be part of your prayer life. Don't take him out. Start with him. Tell him that Holy Spirit, I am on my knees with you in this journey of prayer. This is the moment I want you to find full expression in my words. I pray thee. So whatever will be a hindrance to you, that will not give you chance for you to find expression in my prayer life today. I pray that let it be taken away from me and then find full expression in me as I speak before the Father in the name of my Lord Jesus Christ. If this becomes your prayer that you begin with, then the Holy Spirit will automatically be part and parcel of your prayer life and you will see the manifestations of the glory of God in your life in a way of answers, in a way of reward, in a way of response to your voice before God. People of God, we cannot let the Holy Spirit be, be outside of our prayer life. We can't. We can't afford that. Hallelujah. So this is what the Lord sent me today to come and share with you. By the message of God, please keep this in your heart. By the message of God, walk with this assurance, knowing that you are not alone, knowing that you need the Holy Spirit in all your endeavors. Listen, I have said that he puts spontaneous, he's a spontaneous teacher in our prayer life. He puts passion in our hearts when we are praying. He brings back to memory what we need to pray about. He puts revelations in our prayers. He puts directions to our prayers. He, he, he also he quickens our prayer life in the dead and mortal bodies. He adds power to our prayer lives. He gives perception in our minds concerning the moment what the will of the Father is. Hallelujah. And we also have to remember he brings into a, a divine alignment to what it is that we need to pray for so that we can pray what God wants us to do or to pray about. People of God, it's important. If the Bible wants you to pray always and never faint, you need to know how, to, how you are doing it and how effective you are doing it. Every child of God that gets results in their prayer lives are encouraged to pray more. Those who don't get results in their prayer lives run away from prayer, period. The reason why prayer time becomes difficult, you call people and they are not coming, they are giving excuses and all that kind of stuff is because there is no sense of results 
coming out of their prayer lives. And some of them would say, say it in my, my mother's language. We have been praying all this time. We haven't seen anything. That's the meaning of what I just said. Hallelujah. But if the spirit of God is part of your prayer life, then it is his duty to bring to pass what you are asking for before the Lord. Hallelujah. For he is our advocate. He is with the master Jesus. He is with our Lord interceding on our behalf. He is with the Lord himself over there in the heavens. So whatever we need in this life, he is aware of them. He is aware of them. Therefore, let the Holy Spirit be part of your prayer life. When you are praying through the Son, through the Father, you must pray it in the Holy Spirit. You must pray it in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. We shall be dealing with the next point that we shall be dealing with if God gives us the grace and the permission is to be praying by ourselves. Hallelujah. We're praying by ourselves. And we'll deal with that a couple of scriptures that will come in here and we will pray for others. We'll do deal with praying for others. We'll also deal with praying against the devil. Hallelujah. We'll pray against the devil. I think that will be the last uh, point in our uh, prayer preambles or prayer uh, prepositions. So people of God, this is the thing that the Lord sent me to share with you today, that you have to allow the Holy Spirit to be part of your prayer life. Everywhere you are, on your knees, let him be aware. Draw him right there on your knees. That moment that you go on your knees, that second that you are releasing grace on the food that you are about to eat, let the Holy Spirit be part. Uh, that moment that you've been called upon to give a speech, let the Holy Spirit be part. That moment that you've been called upon to do something, let the Holy Spirit be, be part of it. If you do that, you will see great results through your prayer lives on your knees. Hallelujah. So thank you. That's the message of the Lord for you today. Amen.